0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica. We're over a week in a training camp. We have had one, kind of one NFL preseason game, and that's enough for me. Time to make a prediction. Stone Labanowitz hit the open. On your mark.
1: Get it. Go! You are listening to Ken Lavica Live. What?
2: Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup.
1: Turn it up. Turn it up! Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavicka Live on ESPN 106.3.
0: <laughs> Jeff Darlington of ESPN has spoken... He has proclaimed the Dallas Cowboys win the NFC East. So, hell, if it's good enough for Jeff, it's good enough for me. Let's start making proclamations, baby. The Hall of Fame game has inspired me. A Derek Carlis, a Trevor lawrence Raiders-Jaguars Hall of Fame game showdown has inspired me. I have football in my blood. It is coursing through my veins. I am perspiring in, and I am ready to to make predictions it's all there in front of me the path has been laid and it is time to think football ken levick alive on a friday here on espn 106.3 free espn app and on your smart speaker and at john levine accident attorney studios downtown west palm beach phillips point towers right off of the hot and uncomfortable and sticky intracoastal stone labanowitz friday night lights My Radio Life partner, he is running this catastrophe until 2 o'clock. He has been busy handing out invites to those who have made the ESPN 106.3 Top 63 High School Football Seniors list. Saturday, we will have our big event at Kaiser University to celebrate the Top 63 High School Football Seniors. Stone was on the list when he was a senior at South Fork High School. Lamar Jackson, Johnny Dixon... The list goes on and on and on. Jordan Travis, he was on the top 63. So uh, you name them, and if you're watching college football on Saturdays, chances are you are seeing someone who was on ESPN 106.3's top 63 list playing on a Saturday. So, again, Stone's been busy with that. and uh, Excited, kids? So excited. It's awesome, right? It's cool to be on this
3: end of it, right? I mean, it's so cool to be on this end of it, and they know so much about it. Like it's something that they look forward to. It's on the schedule for them, and and I think that's what's coolest to me is they know about it. It's kind of a like a
0: known thing, I guess you
3: could say. Like it's known to all the players, whether it's you know in the five six one or up there in the Treasure Coast at seven
0: seven two. Uh, so you may think the college football is coming up. You may think that NFL is coming up, but high school football kickoff classics are two kind of two weeks less than two weeks away now at this point. Well, two weeks from today. Yeah, I guess so. Two weeks from today are kickoff so. classics in Palm Beach County and the Treasure wow. Coast, the exhibition game that all these high school teams play mm. before the season actually starts. That's awesome. Um, so, Jeff Darlington, I was, I was kind of perusing this morning <laughs> because I, I officially have one take on the Hall of Fame game last night, and I'm not ready to unveil it because it has very little to do with football and everything to do with a food item. I saw consumed in a very violent manner uh, during the hall of fame game last night on the nationally televised broadcast. But as I was perusing my old buddy uh, and I'm not being sarcastic, my old buddy, Jeff Darlington, who does great work with ESPN known from his time covering the dolphins for the Miami Herald. Uh, that was the same time I was down in Davie, uh covering the dolphins, uh, Jeff Darlington, who's gone on to, to uh, great, great fame at ESPN and me, well, I'm here. Uh, but but Jeff Darlington was talking about his, his predictions in the NFC East, and he got to talking about the Dallas Cowboys. Let's hear Jeff Darlington this morning on ESPN.
4: The Dallas Cowboys are going to be just fine with Dak Prescott at the helm. And let's not forget that they have C.D. Lamb in the mix here. It's not like they are just completely devoid of any offensive star power. I also think that the running game with Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, as they figure out what to do with both of them together, will take a huge step in the right direction this season. And by the way, can we talk about the improvements of the defense's past year, league leading in interceptions and in takeaways? That, too, will elevate the offense in a way that perhaps we haven't seen before. I'm all in on the Cowboys winning this division. Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm going Cowboys. I really am. I'm all in on the Cowboys winning this division. There. Is a proclamation, and now this is unlike the proclamations that we had before training camp started. You remember, every day during the summer, there was a new, who's going to win the AFC West? Who's going to be the best quarterback in the NFC East? Who's going to take the AFC South? Those predictions in my world don't matter because we haven't actually seen any practice. Of course. We haven't seen any practice. We haven't seen any reps. Guys haven't got on the field. We're simply just unveiling pipe dreams of ours, or we are cheaply throwing something out there that we can reference six months down the road if we get lucky that we made the correct prediction. Now, I think
3: that you just...
0: I told you so. You
3: just nailed it. Because that guy's going to show up to work, Jeff Darlington, when the Cowboys win the NFC East, and he's going to be like, I referenced how important CeeDee Lamb was going to be to their journey to winning the NFC East. I said that he was the problem and that running game is kicked in. Yeah, you just refer to something you said six months ago. Like It's so predictable.
0: That said, at least Jeff waited until... We've seen practices. We've seen reps. We've seen press conferences. And he waited until we saw a preseason game. Even if it featured a bunch of second and third stringers and more than half the people that played last night won't have a job come week one of the NFL season, he waited. He was able to bide his time. And he did say he's all in on the Dallas Cowboys. So in the spirit of that, because I do believe now we can – We can cut the bow and we can open up the prediction shop. Grand opening here for this 2022 NFL season here on Ken LeVick Alive. I ask you, what are or who are you all in on this NFL season? It is time. I have deemed it time in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. What I say goes in this area. Want to know why? Because we've earned the damn right to be able to declare that it's time for predictions. Hoorah! It's time for prognostications. What or who are you all in on this NFL season? The term all in, Jeff Darlington threw it out there. We're going to hit it out of the park. I guess that's an odd analogy to make when we're talking football. Know, we're going to it. throw it to the pylon. Who or what are you all in on this NFL season? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweet at us at KLV1063 because I am all in on the Dolphins finishing no worse than second in the AFC East. The Dolphins, I have said they are a playoff team. Have they caught the Bills? I don't know. Do they have as much talent on paper as the Bills? The answer to that is yes. Do I know for a fact That the Dolphins, if healthy, have significantly more talent on their rosters than the Jets and the Patriots. The answer to that is an unequivocal, I cannot be debated off of it, yes. The Dolphins have enough to win the AFC East. Josh Allen is a superior talent. They've been there. They've done that in Buffalo. So I'm not going to go as far to say that the Dolphins are catching Buffalo. But what I will say is the Dolphins are a playoff team, and I am all in on them finishing no worse than second in the AFC East. Bills and then Dolphins. That is the worst-case scenario in the AFC East standings for the Dolphins in 2022. I keep hearing, up oh, Jets up and coming. Zach Wilson, here he comes. That right arm, my God. Oh, Mac Jones, look at Belichick. Belichick is complimenting him, and man, his body's been transformed. It's incredible what they're doing. I'm sorry. The Dolphins already had the best defense in the AFC East last season, in the last half of the year, okay? The Dolphins sent Lamar Jackson into a spiral on Thursday night football that he never recovered from. That they did. Okay? The Dolphins, despite the offensive troubles, Finished above five hundred in uh, for the season. Okay, the Dolphins with two offensive coordinators, depending on how you look at it, maybe four offensive coordinators, and basically a slew of police checkpoints that were needed before a play call even got to Tua or Jacoby Brissett. And the Dolphins still were an above five hundred team. Now you have an offense. Now you have the best talent on the offensive side of the ball. I don't care if you're talking Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, the best. Collective talent on the offensive side of the ball in the AFC East belongs to the Dolphins. The Bills might be a better team. The Bills might be a better team. But the Dolphins are a better collective talent. They're finishing no worse than second. And I get being excited if you're a Jets fan, having expectations if you're a Patriots fan. But somebody try to make the case to me, because I've seen several ESPN personalities try to do so, Somebody try to make the same case to me that the Jets are going to finish in a better spot than the Dolphins. If all stays healthy and level in a vacuum, the Dolphins are not only better, but I think significantly better than the Jets and definitely better than the Patriots. Who has Tua never lost to? Oh, that's right, the Patriots. <laughs> Who has Bill Belichick never beaten since Tom Britton? Oh, yeah, 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 the, um, the Dolphins. Yeah, speaking of offensive
3: coordinators too, you talked about, you know, Miami had two last year. You know, we finally have Mike McDaniel at the helm. He's got the headset on. Bill Belichick hasn't even named an offensive coordinator. Now, I'm not saying that's a detrimental
0: team How event. could you look at what the Dolphins did or didn't do last year with how they organized the play calls yeah. and think that it's a good idea to have Unnamed offensive. We all assume it's Matt Patricia, right? Like we all guess. assume Matt Patricia is the one play calling the plays. But to go into ah, yeah, we've got a, we've got an army of people. It's a community that's calling the plays. That's that that's leading the offense. How did that work for the Dolphins? The answer is terribly.
3: Yeah, I mean, I originally thought it was going to be Joe Judge. That's what I said to you guys last week. You and you and Theo, you know, someone who's is an offensive mind, was a head coach, and has that experience. Matt Patricia, like, like I did, what? I don't get it. I don't understand, but, you know, we'll see, I guess you could say. They don't have an offensive coordinator. Why? Are, where are the Patriots r- reporters? Maybe we just don't follow them, but what are they reporting? Who's calling the plays? It
0: is fascinating to see how ordinary the Patriots are without Tom Brady. I spent all those years making an ass of myself on this radio station saying that Tom Brady... Probably a little bit of a system quarterback, huh? (laughs) How ordinary are the Patriots without Tom Brady? I mean, my goodness. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, Bill Belichick is going with a community, a community of offensive play callers, apparently.
3: And, you know, I will say, though, that he's coaching a a Pro Bowl quarterback, though.
0: Oh, yeah. And Uh, Mac Jones. A a Pro Bowl. Like, (laughs) I can't believe he's still a Pro Bowl. That, that again, invalidates the Pro Bowl. I I was okay. I, I haven't watched the Pro Bowl in years. I've been okay with the Pro Bowl merely existing in that time. But now I'm ready to kill it. <laughs> Once Mac Jones went to the Pro Bowl last year, that's when I just end it. Just just end it, uh, tear it down. Hit the gritty yeah. in the end zone. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, put it. you can put up a monument. We can all remember it. We can put flowers on it every January. But no more Pro Bowl. We don't need it. We, we, we just we don't need If Mac Jones is in there, dead. Gone. See you. Bye. <laughs> Who or what are you all in on this NFL season? I say the Dolphins absolutely. I am all in on them finishing no worse than second in the AFC East. It's the Bills and Dolphins, then a wide gap. I'm all in on the Dolphins finishing no worse than second in the AFC East. Who or what are you all in on this NFL season? Shout out Jeff Darlington for the inspiration. 888-760-3776. 888-888. Seven six zero three seven seven six. The Twitter is open on this Friday at KLV 1063. Ernesto in Boynton gets us rolling on this Friday on Ken Levica Live. Hey Ernesto.
4: Wow, all we needed was just one game of football and the testosterone and we just <gasps> lose our minds. Let's I'm,
0: go for some am yeah, yeah, tingly. Let's go, Ernesto. Let's go!
4: I am all in for Daniel Jones and Barkley. Let's go, Giants! I don't believe that the Dallas Cowboys are going to even win or even come in second place in our division. We're going to sneak in. No one believes that we're going to do it. We have supposedly no line. Obviously, we don't have no line. Our defense is, you know, a, a bunch of no names. Even though we did have our fourth round, you're a making a real strong, a yeah, 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 What,
0: Ernesto? You're making a real strong case for the Giants here. I'm being honest. I'm not a hypocrite. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna
4: downplay that we're not. You know. Uh, listen, I'm not, I'm. 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 I'm a real. I'm a realist. I'm not gonna give you hoopla and shenanigans, making it sound like we're all great. We have holes, I know, but I know for a fact our holes are smaller than the Cowboys. They, always will stink. They're not America's team, no matter what people say. Let's go, Giants!
0: Let's go! All right, Ernesto, appreciate you. I like how Ernesto is like. We're gonna find a way to sneak into the playoffs <laughs> in. The NFC East. Now, granted, we have no offensive line <laughs> and the defense is full of no names, but yeah, we're we're gonna sneak in. We're gonna sneak into the playoffs. So <laughs>
3: he started it with I think the uh you know, I, I, I trust the Giants, I think the I Giants will do it. Jones. They're not
0: gonna beat us, but what I appreciate about Ernesto though is that he has declared in public that he is all in. We have it on tape. He is all-in on Daniel Jones, making him the only human being on the planet, on the planet. to publicly admit now that they're all-in on Daniel Jones heading into 2022. That's awesome. That is great. That is great for him, and I appreciate his boldness, his bravery in that spot as well. You have a new head coach with the Giants. Not even he is fully all-in on Daniel Jones, but Ernesto and Boyton, he absolutely is. Joining us now here on Ken Levick Alive is our football insider, former GM of the New York Jets. He also is the former vice president of football operations for the Miami Dolphins. You've seen them on ESPN all week. They're putting them to work. In the Northeast there in Bristol, it is Mike Tannenbaum with us here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, Mike, before uh, I ask you some questions in particular, we have started with uh, your your counterpart up there uh, at ESPN. Jeff Darlington said he was all in on the Cowboys winning the NFC East. He is all in, so we're discussing what we're all in on. I am all in on the Dolphins finishing no worse than second in the AFC East this year. What is Mike Tannenbaum all in on through a week and a half of training camp and one preseason game?
5: Lamar Jackson will be the highest-paid player in the history of pro football by the start of the regular
0: season. Oh, that's good. That's great. Excellent. Mike, that is absolutely superb. You are rolling already here. I love it. Mike Tannenbaum with us here on Ken LeVick Alive. That is excellent. Now, I don't mean to bring the mood down, but you hear elbow tendinitis – Right elbow, Matt Stafford defending LA Ra- uh, the LA Rams, defending Super Bowl champions, and your GM mind, your football mind does what? Because I consume it as uh-oh, a huge uh-oh for the Rams.
5: Yeah, that's right. They're bringing in a lot of new skill players, so it's a big concern. You know, it's on his throwing hands, so the fact that it's going on in August is definitely a concern.
0: Mike Tannenbaum with us here on Ken Levick alive. As for uh, the Dolphins, training camp continues. The questions are starting to peter out over the punishment to to Stephen Ross losing the first round pick next year. Just how handicapped does this make the Dolphins moving forward?
5: Well, I, you know, if Tua plays well, I don't think this is hugely consequential. They still have another first round pick, which you know they deserve credit for having two. So. I think it's sort of like incomplete, Ken, until we see how the season plays out. If they need a quarterback, this could hurt them. If they don't, you know, losing a first-round pick is far from ideal, but it's not the end of the world.
0: The Dolphins are still about nine days from uh, opening their preseason schedule. Most NFL teams, for that matter, are at that point. As a general manager and your communications with the head coach and the coaching staff at this point in camp, most are about two weeks through. What are some of those discussions like as you're looking ahead to getting under the lights for the first time?
5: Yeah, like competition. Like, hey, if we got two guys competing for a spot, let's make sure we highlight them so we can get the best evaluation possible. So it's more subtle and nuances. You know, some players, like, you know they're going to be good. You're not worried about them. Uh, This is much more about competition.
0: I uh, want to pick your brain on this because we all saw, the Nation saw Mark Davis housing chicken wings last night in his suite in Canton at the Hall of Fame game. You, when when you would head to to the GM suite, and I know you're really focusing in on the game, but what was sort of your, your game day, in-game food situation?
5: Yeah, I would try to eat early and often, and then hopefully late and celebratory, <laughs> and not a lot during the game. So, you know, those were sort of like, it's funny, like, Rex <laughs> used to Talk about this quite a bit, like you know, after wins, like he would go to the nicest place as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a big Mexican place, mm-hmm. and you know, when it was losses, he would usually go to Taco Bell. So it really <laughs> depended on the outcome of the game.
0: Uh, he, he he always stuck true to the Mexican, but it was it was a, it was uh, the 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 tiers of Mexican food based on the result. That's good, and that's a sound plan for your stomach as well, Mike. That is very intelligent. Mike Tannenbaum here with us on Ken Levick Live. Mike, really appreciated. You're doing outstanding work. Watch. All week on ESPN. If you could, could you tell us a little bit about Greco Chevy?
5: Yeah, uh, it's a great car buying experience. Actually, just bought another car there last week. Got a Chevy Bolt, great new technology, and Ron and staff doing an amazing job. Ken, conveniently located on Federal Highway in Delray Beach, great selection of new, used, certified pre-owned cars. Um, it's a great car buying experience.
0: Mike, appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Okay. Thank you. That is Mike. Mike Tannenbaum with us here on Ken Levick Alive, uh, and uh, you've seen him at, in Bristol. They've got him working hard. Yeah, they do. He is working, working hard. And uh, he also
3: just dropped the hammer with Lamar Jackson.
0: That was awesome. It was awesome. I mean, that was that was probably the best, most forceful appearance Mike Tannenbaum <laughs> has had here on Ken Levick Alive. It was like it was kind of loaded in the chamber. It was like, awesome. Like it, it, it he's you know it, it was? It was like at the Kentucky Derby where they get all the horses mm. into the gate, and the horses are like, they're ready to go, so they're ready to go, you they're think, ready to go. You think we're
3: the first show that he's going to be on today where he spit that out with such
0: conviction? Maybe. Ooh. May, uh, it, like, it just sounded like he was ready to go. He was a colt. Not an Indianapolis colt, but just a colt, like was, a horse, and he's ready to race. At yeah. Churchill Downs. And then they open the gate.
3: Gone. <laughs> now Now I love it, it. ready. And that's what we do on this show. We give you golden nuggets. So for all the listeners out there, go golden tell nuggets. go tell your brother, go tell your family, go yeah. tell your boys that, hey, guys, I'll, I'll make a bet with you that Lamar Jackson is going to be the highest paid quarterback in the league before the season starts. Let him be like, oh, well, you don't know what you're talking about. And, Mike and Tannenbaum said. You don't tell anybody Mike
0: Tannenbaum said it, but right. Mike Tannenbaum just told you what's yep. about to happen. It was golden, and it was a nugget, and it's there for you. Mm. Mike Tannenbaum says Lamar Jackson will be the highest played highest-paid player in the history of the sport of football Ooh. by the time the regular season begins. It's good. It's good stuff. We're going to save it, and in case he's wrong, we're going to lambast him. <laughs> Ken big live here on ESPN 106.3. It is a Friday. Jmart mart will jump on uh, for the Friday finale in the second hour of the show, but we have an awful lot to do, an awful lot to do here until 2 o'clock. Who or what are you all in on this NFL season? 888-760-3776. 760 3776 On Twitter, at KLV1063. I am all in on the Dolphins finishing no worse than second in the AFC East. They are better and will finish better than the Patriots. They are better and will finish better than the Jets. The Bills, I think it's going to be closer than some people think. I think the Dolphins, on paper... On paper. Sure. And we know results don't come on paper, but on paper, the Dolphins are just as good as the Bills. Now, the Bills have a ton of experience. The Bills have a true Pro Bowl quarterback, not named Mac Jones, okay? But the Dolphins finish no worse than second, and by extension, they're going to get in as a wild card team. They're going to get in as a wild card team. I feel good about this. How good? The best. Until they, fit, they start 0 6. Well, I, I and then hate- I'm going to throw myself out of this uh, large window here in the anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. I hate their early schedule. It sucks. That's all right. It's really brutal. Y- if you come out of the, the first five games two and three, you know what I feel? Good. Yeah. I, I would agree. Get through that. Just get, weather get the storm. That. Weather the storm. Exactly. To use all the cliches we possibly can, <laughs> grind it out. Weather the storm, that's exactly what you do. The Brian Flores way. Pull up the first five if you could. Uh who or what are you all in on this NFL season? Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six. 3776 All of this off of Jeff Darlington saying he's all in on the Cowboys winning the NFC East. By the way, you were offended by something that Jeff Darlington said, weren't you? Yeah, I was
3: really offended. So when he you know, he mentioned, you know, let's not forget C D lambs in the mix. And that their running game gets going, you know, behind Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, and and I it, immediately I paused the video when you sent it to me early in the morning. I was like, "How dare this guy! How dare this so guy!" So you think
0: because he mentioned Pollard first that he's disrespecting Zeke?
3: One hundred <laughs> percent, because that that's who's on the forefront of his mind, and that's who he personally likes uh, better. Like he just showed his personal bias no, towards the stuff. two of them. The
0: the most consistent, most effective back last year. God forbid he gets named first in the duel in the backfield He's, he's the not Cowboys. The,
3: he's not the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I love Tony Pollard. He's a great flex play in your fantasy football league. Week after week after week. Zeke's still the guy showing some respect. Don't do that.
0: Don't do that. You are so petty. Joe is in Jupiter. Hi, Joe.
2: Hey, guys. I, I have a nice little polite message for Ernesto first, if, if I may. <laughs> Please go ahead. First of all, I, I like Ernesto. I always have. I've enjoyed listening to him. I've uh, He's got great takes. He's a great guy uh, to listen I don't know to, if to when he called in. Yeah.
0: Joe, I don't know if they're great no, takes. Yeah. We love Ernesto, well, but I'm not sure if they're, they're great. Enjoy- <laughs> they're enjoyable until okay, today. Okay, there we go. Until so, today, all right. I,
2: I got two words from him and his Giants. Good luck. <laughs> I mean... I can. We can use Venmo, Cash App, Ooh. direct mail. We can meet in person. Mm, mail. However much money he would like to put in on whether the Cowboys for sure want to finish ahead of the Giants, and they are going to win the NFC East. Right. The only team that might sniff us, depending on Jalen Hurts, is the Eagles. But okay. the Giants are terrible. Daniel Jones is done. Saquon's going to get hurt. You know, I, I don't know. You know, going back to our roster, y'all were talking about a while ago. I heard Kellen Moore on an interview this morning. Tony Pollard is going to be a much bigger weapon this year. He's going to be used way more than he was, especially when we lose James Washington. So he's, you know, that was our starting second or third receiver. So um, he's a monster. We just got Anthony Barr yesterday from the uh, Vikings, I believe. It's who he came from. He's only thirty. He's going to help the defense a lot with Micah Parsons. I mean, Leighton Vander Esch looks like he did three years ago. Dax healthier than it's ever been. Hey, Joe, why
0: didn't you break down the? Hey, could you break down the uh, the third nickel? <laughs> uh on the depth chart if you could you are you are rolling through it so you're confident you're confident in the cowboys I'm i'm very confident especially with a lot of these new young guys we have 60
2: no yeah i think that's we have like 90 players under the age of 30 and 60 under the age of 25. it is a youth movement in big d i don't live there but i tell you what we're coming
0: we're always the yeah. America's team. That's right. Hey, I, am, I, I am, I am, I am proud of you, Joe. You're laying down the hammer on Ernesto. We are going to organize this. Hey, Ernesto, you heard Joe. You're on the clock. Where are you, Ernesto? Joe said it. He doesn't care if it's cash. He it doesn't care if it's Venmo. You can meet somewhere, but he wants to wager this year. He wants to wager Cowboys. Or Giants, who finishes highest in the standings in the NFC East? Ernesto, you heard the call out. You heard the call out. Do you have the guts to agree to a bet with Joe? It's a good old-fashioned NFC East throwdown. Ernesto in Boyden Beach, Joe in Jupiter. Who has the guts? Ernesto, you're on the clock. What or who are you all in on this <laughs> NFL season? 888 760 760 3776. Tweeted us at KLV 1063. Who or what are you all in on this NFL season? Ernesto, you talk, babe, but can you live it? 888 760 3776. He stole the Banowitz Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 1063.
1: From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3.
0: We might stone. We might have an Eagles fan in the mix. We might have a three-way AFC oh, East, whoo, East Bet- a little bro- NFC battle on Ken Levick Alive. My God. Show started something, and I'm all in on it. I like it. I like it. We'll be the bookies. Mm-hmm. This is good. I'll tell you who else is in the mix here in a second. Ken Levick alive here on ESPN 106.3. Who or what are you all in on this NFL season? All it took for me to be on board, finally able to, to prognosticate, is a week and a half of training camp and one Hall of Fame game. And now I'm ready to say and proclaim I'm all in on the Dolphins finishing no worse than second in the AFC East. We've already had Ernesto and Boynton make the worst case for why he's all in on the Giants (laughs) sneaking into the playoffs in the AFC East. Joe and Jupiter, he's all in on the Cowboys, like Jeff Darlington of ESPN, who birthed this topic unintentionally. He's all in on the Cowboys winning the, the NFC East. What are you all in on this 2022 NFL season? Who or what are you all in on this 2022 NFL season. 888 Let's get back to the phones. Jay is in Jupiter. Hey, Jay.
6: Well, to start the conversation, Ken, of all the people that the Cowboy fans don't want to see, they don't want to see me as a 49er fan. We own them. Uh-huh. So let's let's God. that uh-huh. let, let's dead, dead logic right there. Now, number two, and we, we, we deal in fact around here. Just so you know, there has not been a repeat NFC East champion in the last 20 years. So that logic that you're trying to sell us, let's bet it. Oh. Let's kill it right now, because that's over. Man. All right, now, who, who am I all in on? I'm all in on my 49ers okay. rolling with Trey Lance. I don't like it, but I'm in.
0: Okay. Why, why, why do you in. feel confidence in, in Trey Lance? The reason why I feel confident in Trey Lance is
6: because of the offense that's around him. We already got Debo Samuels back in the fold. We got our offense back running, and our defense is going to be a lot better than what it was last season. And I'm all in on Trey. I would much rather have him sit one more season behind Jimmy G, simply because Jimmy G was going to get hurt, and he was going to get reps. And I think that would have helped him. Yeah. Only except now. We're just going to throw him out there. But, hey. I'm all in on him. Yeah, I think because the, the
3: fact that you me. guys got to throw him out there, I don't think you're allowed to be all in. I think you could be hopeful, but I, I mean, what trust and faith do you have in this cat?
0: I think that makes him a 49ers well, fan. Wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. When you when when you throw somebody out there, what does that mean? That means you're all in. You we're not we're not dipping our toes in the yeah. water. We're throwing you out there. That yeah, means we are putting all our chips. To Shanahan did say on that? You. Jen- say that. I'll say this, and obviously because Stephen Ross just completely crapped on a Dolphins first-round pick, I need Trey Lance to be bad, but I actually feel a lot better about the 49ers in light of Matt Stafford and this elbow tendinitis. I have a bad feeling uh, for Rams fans, the few of them that exist, that there's going to be minimal games with Matt Stafford. I think the 49ers' chances the- of winning that division went up exponentially.
6: Take it, take it a step further than that, though, Ken. Oh, what's today? August the 6th, yep. 2022, Kansas City and the Niners in the bowl game. Ooh, I
0: said it. boy. James I said it. Jupiter. I'll
6: say it again. Kansas City and the 49ers in the bowl game. I All
0: said right. it. We got it. It's on tape, and it's saved. Appreciate you, Jay. 888-760-3776, 760 3776 Tweeted us at KLV1063. I apologize. Stone was doing his own radio show over there on the phones, and I hung up on the person he was talking to. My apologies, Stone. Now Stone's back on his radio show. Jay and Jupiter, he says KC 49ers Super Bowl. KC 49ers Super Bowl, a rematch of three years ago. Did you, did you hear, Stone, the Jay and Jupiter prediction? I did not. He's all in on KC 49ers Super Bowl. Have a rematch. Hmm. Well, hold on. You don't seem too into that. I, I, I'm
3: not. I, I think the, the uh, odds, as, as somebody who does pay attention to you know Vegas and the odds and what they split out, it's like, just, just not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. I do need... I, come, the four, come on! Jay, you know, if we're betting... And we're having guys wager their own money. I got the Bears week one against these Niners.
0: I am on that fade Trey train. Well, I'm on the Trey Lance needs to suck or else I'm miserable train because Steven Ross just completely botched next offseason if Tua sucks.
3: I'm going to hear you. I'm a fan of Teddy Bridgewater, so when we do
0: this Tua sucks thing, I mean, there's a guy behind him that can throw the football and has done it successfully in the league at one point. Uh, Mark messages in, hey, Joe from Jupiter. I'm your Huckleberry. I'll bet that the Eagles defense will snag all those floaters that Dak throws and then run it down their throat for a score. C Note, fly Eagles fly. Ooh. Oh man. This the NFC East, the NFC East hatred that's coursing through this show right now is it's electrifying.
3: Uh, and, and we have another caller that wants to go after Jay Uh-oh. for his
0: 49ers play. So we have Matt in West Palm Beach Matt here, and in he's got- West Palm on Ken Levic Alive. Matt, the floor is yours.
2: What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. The guy's delusional. I'm going to go back to a little saying of Jerry Glanville, a Jerry, Jerry Glanville saying, NFL not for long. Free Lance, come on, man. First year in the NFL, you're going to have a lot of growing pains, my brother, let alone my Rams defense. It's still just as good as not better than last year. But I feel like my Rams are getting a lot of disrespect in the NFC. Everybody seems to be on this Tampa bandwagon. But, you know, Tom's 45. I get it. He's got all the rings. But that guy's best days are behind him. So let's go, L.A.
0: (laughs) All right, Matt. On the day that Matt Stafford, it's revealed, he has right (laughs) elbow tendinitis. And it looks like the Rams are about to shut him down for now. Matt is still confident that the Rams will play defense to an NFC title. Yeah, and just going
3: after, you know, Tom Brady. I mean, I think it was Mike Greenberg who, or, or, or I don't remember who it was exactly, but somebody made the claim that, you know, Tom Brady's career is forever on the downfall from here on out. And then he went on to win a Super Bowl the mm-hmm. next year. So, so Matt, he could have held your horses, at least on the Tom Brady take. But
0: for, as far as the Rams take, I mean, I agree with him. I think they're reloaded. If Matt, but if, if Matt Stafford isn't healthy, don't, that ain't happening. Don't, don't do that, though.
3: Don't do that. I would tell you, tendonitis is like a, a a Kyle Lowry hamstring, but it's not as severe as that. Like that knocked him out, but I don't think it'll affect him that much. He's a tough guy,
0: and, and I think we look we look we look too much too much into those kind of things. What, it's elbow tendinitis in his right elbow. So if this was a Major a, League he, Baseball pitcher, we'd immediately be talking about, uh-oh, is there structural damage, Tommy John? That's where our minds <clears> would <throat> go to immediately because it's football. We're not doing that.
3: You know what tendinitis is? Inflammation?
0: Yes. Just don't throw the ball Inflammation for two of weeks. Just don't throw the ball for two weeks and you should be okay. Oh, good. Uh, uh, Stone Lebanowitz MD, on the case. The big tennis elbow guy. I I, fe- I I face that a lot. Stone you Labanowicz. know what it takes? Time off. Stone the big tennis elbow guy. He has just given himself a nickname, big tennis elbow guy. Who or what are you all in on this NFL season? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. Tweeted us, at KLV1063. And, hey, this seems like a pretty good jumping-off point for our Baptist Health uh, orthopedic care, our Baptist Health orthopedic care injury emporium. No, there's a man down. And it is indeed Matt Stafford who has the right elbow tendinitis that Stone says, ah, two weeks, it'll be good. No big deal because he's a big tennis elbow guy. But the Rams backup, do you know who it is? Wolford. John Wolford is your backup quarterback in Los Angeles. You know what he doesn't sound like? A playoff quarterback if he's pressed into action. Matt Stafford, right elbow tendinitis. Seems problematic for the Rams. If you ask me, that is your Baptist Health Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. Are you experiencing foot and ankle pain? Need to see an expert in the field? Well, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. To learn more today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians and leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash orthocare for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash orthocare. Who or what are you all in on this NFL season? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. For example, I say the Dolphins finish no worse than second in the AFC East. That is what I am all in on. Jay and Jupiter says 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl. That's what he's all in on. Joe and Jupiter, Cowboys winning the NFC East. He's all in on that. Ernesto and Boyden says Giants into the playoffs out of the AFC, uh, NFC East. All in on that. Stone, I don't even think we got to what you're all in on. Who were
3: what? Yeah, I've been doing a lot of research lately, this, this past few months on this. So I'm going to make a crazy proclamation. Here's mine. I think that Lamar Jackson, before the season start, is going to be the highest paid quarterback. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Stealing uh, that's, that's my cannonball. Not what I was going to do. Here's mine. Alan Lazard's a Pro Bowler this year. I'm all in on this. Alan
0: Lazard is a pro bowler.
3: The Green Bay Packers wide receiver is going to be... Top
0: target, now I guess new top target of Aaron Rodgers. And and that that specifically
3: came out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth. He said that Alan Lazard is ready to make the jump to be a number 1 wide receiver. There are some examples of that. When Devontae didn't play last year against the New Orleans Saints, I think he had six receptions, 150 yards, and a touchdown. Um, The most targets, I believe it was 10 or 11 targets. Alan said himself he wants to be the best in the league. And I think with all that jazz that happened with Devontae Adams and the words that were said, and we saw the Hall of Fame quotes exchanged between the two, Aaron's going to make it a point to feed this guy the ball. And you know whether it's fantasy football, whether it's actually getting the targets, I think he's top five in targets when the season's over and he's going to be a pro bowler. I think this guy's going to be nasty this year.
0: Does it sound weird with all of the injuries that they're experiencing in Tampa? Whether it is the center, whether it's Wilfs, whether it's Mike Evans today, who went down with a hamstring. Um, is it weird? Is it off base to be all in on Jameis Winston? It is. <laughs> okay. I, all right. Just checking. Just it's, I thought that may. I, I mean, I think he can put up big numbers in that division. He can always put up big numbers. He is a big number I mean, guy. I, like I feel like I'm kind of all in on Jameis Winston. Could could
3: the Saints make I a run at the Bucks? If you're gonna be all in on Jameis Winston, you have to put on the gladiator suit, draw the sword, and do it. You can't half-ass it. You can't. You, I can't you, tiptoe around it. You I just can't gotta tiptoe around Jameis jump because in. when you when you do it and he throws three interceptions but for 425 yards in week one, I mean that's what you signed up for. So I think you have to be all in. on I just Jameis. need to be
0: able to stomach the interceptions,
3: 100, percent or just the
0: the boneheaded mistakes that he makes. Man, he can wing it. He A can, healthy Jameis. Oh like. my. I'm kind of le- – but I can't – you're right. I can't lean to being all in. It, I need to feel it. Yeah. And I don't feel it, but I'm thinking it, but I I don't feel it. Yeah. I think when he's
3: in form and, and he's playing confident football behind center, he's probably, talent-wise, one of
0: the best in the league. Like, it just – it looks like it when he's out there. John, in Port St. Lucie. What's going on, John? is I've
4: God, great show. And the, the AFC East this year – I think it's going to be Buffalo in first. I think the Patriots are going to be second. I think the Dolphins are going to be third because Tua is going to have all the tools that he needs this year, but it's still with the new offense and that and how competitive the AFC East is going to be. I just
2: think that the Dolphins are going to finish third.
0: As long as we agree that the Jets are going to finish dead last, I'm good with that, Don. Oh, the Jets are going to suck. <laughs> uh, that is well said. That's a good dismount. Yeah. I still, like, Mac <laughs> the Jones. they are going to suck. Mac Jones, show me something. I am not going to get sucked into the myth of Bill Belichick. Because he's been nothing but ordinary since Tom Brady left. the The Patriots have been nothing but ordinary, completely lacking any sort of, wow, they're putting it together the entire time that Tom Brady has been away from New England. And head to head, the Dolphins have even with diminished rosters compared to what the Patriots
3: had done nothing, nothing. Yeah, I signed off on Mac Jones last season when the the whole Buffalo game happened in the snow. Which one? When he threw when he threw it four times and they proceeded to win the game. Just just you know, you were impressed by that. I was absolutely not impressed by that, and I was really turned off by you know turning on my radio and turning on my television and national media like all these big people you know commending them for what they did and Mac Jones is a good game manager like he was able to make the right decisions down they the stretch they literally
0: put nothing in his
3: hands <laughs> just nothing in his hands and he and i think that kind of elevated him to kind of making a, a big leap what during a the season player. you know team player if you're following Bill Belichick's instructions you know you're bound to have success down the road all this and all that
0: I'm not saying he's not going to have success, but all I'm saying is don't have the wool pulled over your eyes by a Pro Bowl appearance because he wasn't a Pro Bowler. <laughs> he went to the Pro Bowl, but he wasn't a Pro Bowler. He got there because of a mass exodus in front of him. Okay? like uh, it's it's It would be like if Mad Dog is in line for the Hall of Fame. He's going to the Hall of Fame. And then he ended up getting sick, and then... They lined up eight other radio hosts, nothing, eight more, nothing, eight more uh, family matters issues, and they're like, oh, God, we need to induct someone. Ken, go. Like, that is the equivalent of what happened with Mac Jones last year going to the Pro Bowl. It's a good analogy
3: because it was Patrick Mahomes, and it was Matthew Stafford, and then these guys, you know, advanced to, like, the the NFC Championship,
0: and they were like, you know what, we had to tap out. Yeah, so we went from Mad Dog to Ken Lavica. So, (laughs) yeah, exactly. That was the path. (laughs) That was the path. I am the Mac Jones of radio. Um, So, so... Again, Mac Jones might be good, but he hasn't shown me that he can lead the Patriots with what they have to a better record and a better division standing than what the Dolphins have collectively. The, the The Dolphins arguably have the best collective roster in the division. In the division, it rivals the Bills if not surpasses it. Not saying they're a better team, but the Patriots, based on what we have seen post-Brady with the Patriots, I'm not impressed. Show me something more dynamic, Okay or what are you all in on this NFL season? 888-760-3776. 760 3776 On Twitter, at KLV1063. At least like Don in Port St. Lucie said, man, the Jets are going to suck. He's Stone Labanowicz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
1: in and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN
0: 106.3. I've got a, I have an admission to make. I watched all of about six minutes of the Hall of Fame game. That was about it. Couldn't take any more.
3: I hate to, hate to lose some meatball status here, but I'm with you. I've been so consumed by, you know, building and getting invites for our ESPN Top 63 list that I wasn't able to pay attention to Jared Stidham versus uh, C.J. Beathard last night.
0: But but before the show, before the show today, you said, man, wish I would have caught it. That's a pretty good quarterback matchup. (laughs) Yeah, I did. So that automatically brings your meatball status back. Even though you didn't watch it, you're the only person in America who's like, oh, God, yes. (laughs) You're right. Stidham, let's go. Let's go, C.J. Beathard, woo, let's hit it. No, there's nothing that appeals to me about that. No? There's very little that appealed to me about Derek Carr, Trevor Lawrence. That, the prospect of that, which didn't come to be. Forget Bethard and Stidham. Okay. Uh, at least I didn't lose my meatball status. Congratulations. I'm still excited for that that matchup. Congratulations. That riveting matchup. Uh, but I did catch enough to see Mark Davis, the bowl haircut owner of the Las Vegas Raiders, he was caught on the broadcast, national television, NBC, absolutely going at chicken wings, going at wings. Now, I, I respect it. I'm good with it. I'm good with it. He's enjoying himself. He's taking it in. And I don't like when TV cameras focus in on people having personal moments because they know what they're doing. The, the, camera, the, the, the producer can cut away from the camera shot. They just kept it. They kept it on him. Like, oh, this will be great. There will be memes for days. There's going to be aggregate blog write-ups about this for days. This will be perfect. Yeah, I, I, I love that about the job. <laughs> I love that you have the opportunity to
3: create that and know uh-huh. that it's going to be uh-huh. a meme. I do get off on that. I, I, I enjoy that uh, because he was going after
0: those He wings. was, man. He was really super enjoying them, but it also occurred to me, and this was my biggest takeaway from the Hall of Fame game. I don't think... Of the hundreds of sporting events I have been to, professional and collegiate, that I have ever in-game, in a stadium, dined on chicken wings. Chicken wings are not an in-game food. They're not a concession food. I've had chicken wings at tailgates. I've obviously had chicken wings at sports bars like Duffy's. I've obviously had chicken wings at home. You make them for a football Sunday or for a college football Saturday. But chicken wings, I have never eaten them, even in, in in sweets, during games. Basketball, football, baseball. I've never had a chicken wing, and I wonder why that is. Why are chicken wings not a common occurrence in stadiums for in-game consumption? And I don't know why that would be, but I also don't think I've ever had a hankering for chicken wings on an NFL Sunday, while I'm sitting at Hard Rock Stadium, like I, I just—it doesn't seem like a good concession food to me.
3: Okay, so now why do you say that? Because I was going to say that I think it's a mess-free.
0: You know, you can it's do. It's not though. If you get sauce on it,
3: then you, have you not mastered the one-hand chicken wing? Like, like I can eat a chicken wing with one hand. Oh, cool. So, but I'm saying that's why it's okay at a football game. Like I can, you know, I don't have to have. Not two everybody's hands.
0: as talented as you at putting meat in your mouth. All maybe, right,
3: maybe not. Maybe not. I, you know, you learned earlier this week that I love the D. You know, yeah, I just love just taking right. this chicken wing with one hand and just gnawing her down at the bone and dropping her in the basket. Right,
0: it's really easy to do. What if you've got a whole bunch of like? What's your What's your sauce? What's your go to sauce here? I, I want more than one. Like I want all of them. I want barbecue sauce. I want... So where are you laying that out, though? Like, I assume then you're getting, it like, cups, the little plastic cups of sauce. How are you, in your seat, in the stadium, how are you organizing that to where you're not spilling it on your lap? Or Simple. you don't have it down your arm, Simple. all over your face, what are you doing?
3: Simple. So you just have that boat. You have all three cups in there, and you just take the chicken wing, you dip, and you put it in your mouth. That's it, too it, much trouble. It, now, uh, opposed to what? Nachos. You have to take a nacho and dip it into cheese. No, and then a put nacho it in your mouth. comes
0: in a bin that already has the chocolate or the chocolate. That those are my nachos. Chocolate nachos. <laughs> oh. The cheese compartment uh, in the corner of the tray, and then maybe you get an additional cup if you get extra cheese, you can put them. You put them on the chips in that spot but the wings the way you're doing it you're setting up like a buffet of sauces you only have so much room you're just using your lap in that spot the chance for catastrophe is high if you want to get out of there without sauce all over you that's why i don't think wings and also when you're in a super hot football stadium and hard rock stadium is nothing but super hot during the football season for whatever reason wings are not appealing to me they're not a hot weather food what's the difference between a wing and a chicken tender uh, you can pick up a chicken tender. It's easier because it's got the breading on the outside. It's not <laughs> greasy. You go, bam, right into the sauce. I, I guess another defense I would have, would uh, they're
3: probably very expensive, right? Like, how many wings are you going to get? Eight eight wings for $18? Yeah, the
0: wings are pricey. But mm-hmm. just like anything at, at, at an NFL game is pricey. No doubt. You get dipping Dots and it's $47. <laughs> you know what I mean. You're exactly right. That's why a- it was really offensive when I showed up to Hard Rock Stadium with my daughters this year <laughs> for that Dolphins-Texans game, and you were working... At Hard Rock Stadium, we said, "Oh, I'll bring the Dippin' Dots. I'll bring the Dippin' Dots." And then you never came back around. You didn't bring the Dippin' Dots for my poor, uh, sweltering children. I had to pay forty-seven dollars for them. Yeah,
3: you guys were sitting in the hot, the sun. hottest part
0: of the stadium for a one o'clock kickoff. Is the the lower level on what is that? The east side of the stadium? Yes, it is. <sighs> God,
3: it's brutal. It's brutal. And I and I promise that your young daughters were going to have Dippin' Dots, which I'm sure is a delicacy to yeah. them. So now they hate you. <laughs> now
0: they hate me. Have you ever had chicken <laughs> wings in a stadium? Have you ever had chicken wings? Because uh, like, if for sweets, I, I don't know, maybe, but, but when I've been in a sweet, whether it's the Dolphins or the Canes or the Marlins, like they do chicken tenders, they do hot dogs, mm-hmm. they do that stuff, but they don't. Sometimes the fancier ones have pasta salads or a pasta dish, something like that, but they don't do chicken wings. Nobody does chicken wings. Have you ever, have you ever attending a game Eating chicken wings. It doesn't work. For whatever reason, it seems off. It seems wrong. Chicken tenders work. Chicken wings don't. Have you had chicken wings in-game? 888-760-3776. 3776 Because Mark Davis was getting after it. He was getting last night. after he it. He was getting after it. And I, and I don't think you're
3: wrong saying that it's weird because there's a reason it went so viral and became yeah. a meme.
0: But there's got to also be a reason as to why they're not Readily offered in stadiums because I have never been White Sox, Bears, Bulls, Heat, Dolphins, Panthers, baseball, anything. I have never had chicken wings. By the way, it reminds me when I covered the Outback Bowl in 2007. Um, it was Tennessee and Wisconsin. I had just come from Madison where I was covering the Badgers to come down here to work in West Palm. So I, my final assignment on the Badgers beat was covering the Outback Bowl. Every media member got a Bloomin' Onion delivered oh, to their seat yeah, in the press box. And I swear to God, a writer, a newspaper writer in Tampa, when he had it delivered to his seat, he cried. He was so happy that he cried, like openly, openly mm. wiping tears from his eyes. I would love to give that guy a high five. That shows you everything you need to know about sports media. Free food is the weight to their heart. It was the most pathetic thing I've ever seen. Leo's in Riviera Beach. Leo's in Ken Levesque alive. Hey, Leo. Hey,
7: guys. TJ Friday. Uh, thanks for taking my call. I've never had chicken wings at a sporting event. I'm the type of person where I don't like a messy hamburger. I don't like messy. Like, I mean, I'll, if I get a little bit on my hands, okay, it's fine. But yeah, I, chicken wings are just. I don't wanna get lost in the sauce, chicken wings are too messy, you gotta you gotta like squeeze your legs together, like so you know you're so you know you're not feeling too comfortable in the first place with your knees together. Right. And then and then now you gotta put the wings there. And what if you're in the middle of a flat, you're like, it's so good, you just wanna get that middle the middle piece, that's why I prefer drums over flats, because you don't have that middle the extra bone in there. But don't worry, and then what if you're doing that and then
0: Stone will give you the advice on that, Leo. Mm Mm-hmm. But
7: then we got to remember, Stone's Stone's not Stone is shameless. Let's just yeah. say that Stone is yeah. shameless. He it's doesn't matter point. about sweaty armpits. He good doesn't point. matter about messy hands. He doesn't care. I bet he was a messy Marvin as a kid with the, with <laughs> the sauce Marvin. all around his mouth. <laughs> right and, on. right uh, on. But that but that's not me. Like I, if, if a burger's so messy, I'll, I'm disappointed because I, I like my burger all in the thing. I don't like things falling off like a well, Big Mac topping. And and that's and just that's a great call, Leo. The worst, I- Go ahead. Hold go on. on. The worst thing would be is if you're in the middle of eating that chicken wing and your hands are super and you're all sauced up and then somebody needs to get by, you're, you're, you're done though in, in that situation. I agree. So thank you. I God.
0: completely agree. Appreciate you, Leo. And it begs the question, what do you do on a burger if you're having ketchup and mustard, but there's lettuce involved on that burger? Because that's where it all drips off. Do you put the ketchup and mustard on the lettuce on the sandwich? Do you put it under the lettuce, but it can still slip off? Do you put it on the bun? Put it on the lettuce, but then the lettuce has it slipping off. Like what? What is the procedure for that? You man the hell up, and wherever it's dripping, that's where you take your next <laughs> right. bite. Okay. You have to
3: assess the situation. You got to caulk the leak. Got it. Uh- <laughs> you know, just put it in your mouth, get it down. Oh, Be a man. man. And when
0: that guy that has, he's like, "Excuse me, I gotta sit down." It's like I'm in the middle of a bite. Uh-huh. You know. Wait your turn. It, Leo's right, though. There's nothing worse than having to get up to let someone through when your hands are full of oh, sauce the or worst. full of a condiment. It's awful. Absolutely awful. Well said, Leo. All right, J-Mart joins us when we come back. The Friday finale. Boy, do we have some fun laid out for him, including Stone Labanowicz acting like he's some sort of star to a local high school football player. You're going to want to hear this when we come back. He's Stone Labanow. It's Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.